You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. More than 80% of us use computers. Could it be affecting your vision? We'll talk to an expert who says the syndrome is so new it doesn't really have a name yet. It's basically a collection of different visual and eye health problems that people may already have but are made worse by using the computer or using a handheld digital device. Then, we know that men and women deal with stress differently. But what role do hormones and nutrition play? We'll talk to the best-selling relationship author of all time. One of the big differences is that women have higher stress levels today than men. That cortisol level is twice as high in women these days if they're feeling stressed than a man who's feeling stressed. Those stories and more are straight ahead on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stick around. We'll get things started in just a moment. InfoTrack continues. Welcome back to InfoTrack. I'm Roy Mackey. Americans seem addicted to digital devices, computers, smartphones, e-readers, portable media players, and more. But are we paying a price in terms of our health? A serious medical condition may be on the rise, thanks to all the time we're spending with these devices. InfoTrack's Chris Whitting is here with some eye-opening information. Chris? Thanks, Roy. To learn more, let's welcome Dr. Nate Bonilla-Warford to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. You're an optometrist with VSP Vision Care in Tampa, Florida. And what is this medical condition that people seem to be suffering with from all their digital time? Well, it's called computer vision syndrome, and it's basically a collection of different visual and eye health problems that people may already have but are made worse by using the computer or using a handheld digital device. There are a series of problems and symptoms that people may not associate with the computer but do affect their quality of life and their performance. Doctor, obviously millions and millions of people use these devices. How many people would you say, if you can estimate, are suffering from this condition? Of the people who are office workers who use a computer one or more hours a day, some 90% of them have some level of computer vision syndrome symptoms. Now, they may not have it all the time, and they may not really attribute it or may not be severe, but it just shows you how widespread this condition really is. Are these symptoms something that people themselves would notice, or they would only come out in a medical examination? It's a little of both. Anytime somebody comes in for their annual eye exam at their eye doctor, there needs to be a discussion about the person's digital habits, whether they use a computer, a laptop, iPad, whatnot, because there are symptoms. The recent research found that 82% of people had eye strain and 74% had dry or irritated eyes. 61% had headaches. So there needs to be a discussion about whether or not those symptoms have any relation to digital usage or whether they're unrelated. And so it's a combination of asking the right questions, the patient volunteering the right information, and the proper evaluation. Is it possible a lot of people just shrug this off as part of aging as opposed to the use of digital devices? Many people do. That's very, very common. One of the things that people should understand is much of this, as with many of the changes related to aging, are either preventable or can be dramatically reduced with some fairly simple actions. 
Is this something that affects older people more than younger people, or is it pretty much across the board? Well, it depends a lot on the lifestyle of the person. A given older person is going to be more prone to some of the symptoms. However, some of the younger people starting at a very young age are doing much, much more digital work, near work, computer and device work than their parents or grandparents. So as a matter of fact, we do see a lot of younger people with these symptoms. Even though their bodies are more resilient, the time they spend is so intensive. Our guest is Dr. Nate Bonilla-Warford, who is an optometrist with VSP Vision Care in Tampa, Florida, and we're talking about computer vision syndrome. Doctor, we sometimes see young people playing video games and their eyes are three inches away from the screen. Is this harmful to be that close to the screen or doesn't it really matter? Well, harmful is a little bit of a loaded word. It's not going to necessarily do permanent damage, but it will dramatically increase the likelihood of eye strain, fatigue. Being that close requires a lot of intense focus and concentration, and children are often so interested in their video games that they won't do basic things like eating, let alone um, (laughs) monitoring their eyes and how they feel. There is some evidence, although this is not completely clear, that that may produce people who are much more likely to be nearsighted. Nearsightedness is dramatically increasing in our country over the last 30 years. Interesting. What tips do you have for people who, you know, maybe because of their jobs or just because they enjoy being online or using these devices, things that people can do to minimize the problem? Well, it basically falls into two categories. The first is just simple everyday things that really everybody who uses a computer or a device should be implementing and that is to blink frequently so that their eyes are moist and protected, follow the 20-20-20 rule, which is every 20 minutes, look 20 feet away for at least 20 seconds, make sure the lighting is good and even and there's no glare or reflection, and everybody can do that, and that makes a big, big difference. The other thing is just to get annual eye exams, make sure that if there are any underlying conditions or any problems, that those are being addressed and have a discussion with your optometrist so that you can make sure that you can get the very best possible prescription for the computer and try to treat any other correlating problems. Does it tend to, these problems tend to sort of sneak up on you? It's not something that's going to be a sudden dramatic change in your vision typically, right? Yes, and as a matter of fact, it's so slow and gradual that many times people won't notice until all of a sudden, you know, they realize, oh my gosh, you know, I've got these series of headaches or my neck is uncomfortable from the position I have to look at it if I'm not looking at the screen correctly or my glasses aren't right. And so it's just one of those low-grade ongoing problems. It's interesting that carpal tunnel has gotten a lot of necessary attention and can be very, very severe, but actually more people have problems with computer vision syndrome And I think that that's going to be one of the next areas that we pay attention to when we're working workplace ergonomics. Anything that parents should be aware of that they can do to help minimize this problem with their children? The number one thing is to just be aware of how much time your child is basically in front of the computer or on a device and really making sure that they are taking breaks following the 20-20-20 rule and trying to get them outside and get a little sunlight is a good thing. And so taking those breaks and being aware of what they're doing 
that's really the number one thing that I encourage parents to do. So get them away from the screen time and a little bit more out in the sunshine is the thing to do. And that applies to adults as well. Absolutely. That's good advice for everybody. You can't go wrong because it's not necessarily the total amount of time as much as it is just the length of the period. So the more breaks you have, the more you're able to get away and do some other things. You know, you can come back to it later and that's fine. Dr. Nate Bonilla-Warford, who is an optometrist with VSP Vision Care in Tampa, Florida. You can learn more at facebook.com slash VSP Vision Care. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Chris Whitty. Up next, we'll get some surprising info about how your hormone levels affect your happiness and relationships and what you can do about it. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. 